Hello and welcome. I am Amy, your host for the This Is Really Happening podcast, the show where we discuss all things awakening process and the highs and lows of life with an added dose of humor in this insanely beautiful world we live in. Along the way, I'll be offering cosmic insights as well as tangible practices to help you feel aligned within your heart and mind in the present now moment. And as always, sovereign. Thanks so much for being here. I'll see you on the inside. Hello, my friends. How are you? Welcome back to the show. Here we are, episode 16? No, what episode? <laughs> 17. I'm pretty sure. 17. Um, welcome. Yeah, I, um, it's good to be back. I took a little rest from, from the show for like a week. I've had this like mega big revelation about something that actually coincides with, you know, the stuff that I have been talking about, especially the last three shows, you know, I was talking about rewriting, um, stories and patterns concerning our self-worth, concerning love and concerning money. So um, I had a big revelation that brought this like immense joy into my heart and I'll get into it in a little bit and this massive sense of freedom followed by this really unfortunate interaction (laughs) with someone very close to me that like kind of I allowed myself to bring me to a really weird place And I've been doing all the stuff to shift the energy. I have like, I've gone on a beautiful hike. I've gone on beach walks. I've gone, I have done yoga. I have, you know, I do that almost every day. I have my daily meditation practice, breathwork practice. I have screamed into the void of a very angry and powerful ocean. I'm like, but there's something still there. And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, seriously, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is really going on? It's like I can't seem to shake it. And so I know, right, that is, so I know that that's an indication that there is something there that I'm not seeing that needs my attention. And then I'm kind of like, you know, feel like so fucking annoyed because I'm like, I just felt so good. I had this huge epiphany that was staring me right in the face and to feel this like joy and expansive freedom and then 
not. But you know what? That gives me hope because that's available to me and to you and to us. Really, we can feel that way at all times. It's just releasing and surrendering all the stuff that we need to to get to that place. So I'm like, ah, that was a nice little taste, but <laughs> um, this episode is going to be pretty much off the cuff because I, I don't know, I was like, uh, I, I'm feeling like resistance to recording, but I know that I want to, but I was feeling like, I don't know, there was something, maybe we can unravel this together but you know so yeah I feel like I want to say first from an astrological point of view right we just had the the new year hey and Aries new moon we're about to have a Libra full moon coming up soon and like I am a big time Aries and I don't always come off that way. It depends on who I'm interacting with and the situations that I'm in, which is interesting because I have, you know, like in my chart, I have a lot of Aries, but I also have Pisces, a lot of Pisces, three Pisces placements, and then Virgo. There's a lot of like duality going on, which I think think I mentioned but anyways, I'm not going to go on this whole astrology rant right now. I just want to say, so it's Aries season, but I feel like it's proliferated with Pisces energy. And you know, that just, it happens, but I always feel like this, like kind of like, almost like a letdown because it's almost like the energy is, the Aries energy is being overshadowed with all this like watery energy. <laughs> and no offense to my water signs. I, I have so much love. Of course, we're way more than our sun signs. But I just, I'm feeling a little bogged down right now. So take it if it resonates, if it doesn't. Throw it away from your brain. Um, so yeah, so getting back to stories and, you know, the stories we tell ourselves, you know, I hope you were able to find some insight in my words and my musings about, you know, self-worth, love, and money. Um... You know, I have been having this thing where I'm going back and forth about moving and where I'm supposed to be, like, am I supposed to stay where I'm located currently or am I supposed to be moving to Florida or fuck it, should I just move to Costa Rica, um... I really do want to buy property there, but but then I'm like, then I got this other opportunity to go to Puerto Rico, which sounds really enticing, but there's something like 
when I tap into the energy, I don't know, of the mainland anyways of Puerto Rico. I mean, I know it's an island, but there's little islands surrounding it. So like the, the main, main island. Ah, so I've been like really conflicted about this. And you know, I'm a single mom and not to like put myself in a box, but the shit is hard to 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 move it feels it feels hard to me but again that's like a story I'm telling myself is it hard or can I find ways to to like bring ease into the situation you know because I'm working so heavily on my career I'm also raising my daughter essentially by myself and I'm just like and then this move thing, because I, I, it's just like, ah, a lot. And, um, anyway, so, but I live in a really beautiful area, right? An area that I grew up in, I live in the Hamptons and it's like a beautiful, affluent, wonderful area. But if you listen to the money one, you know that like, I had to go through a lot of inherited money stories um, surrounding me that were like fed to me, basically, not literally. Well, I guess literally fed into my brain. But so I'm like, you know, and I have these good opportunities. I'm like a very well-paid yoga teacher out here. So probably top paid in the country I want to say not to like toot my own horn I'm just saying like okay so I get paid very well for what I do and but it's still it's like not truly enough to sustain me where I live because it's so expensive out here okay so I have these options right I'm either Staying in the living situation that I'm in, which is brutal on a mental and emotional level to me. Oh, big sigh. <laughs> or I can, you know, do I have all these options? I've said enough. I've said enough. But anyways, so the situation is like, okay. That's the situation. And so anyways, so I have all this going on in my head and I'm meditating like a motherfucker every day to, to clear my, my brain and to, to, to calm my nervous system. Thank God for that. Thank God for those practices. But anyway, so I'm driving the other day and like my daughter is in the back screaming having a fit she's super angry about something Uh, like I didn't bring her into a store she wanted toys I don't know whatever it was but she's like super upset in the back but we're driving along in this beautiful neighborhood like super upscale gorgeous neighborhood and it like hit me it fucking hit me. I'm like, okay. Like, I've always had this feeling, as long as I can remember, that I hated where I lived. 
I hated where I was from. I I thought everyone here, I felt like I didn't belong and I felt like it was just awful and the worst and like all this stuff. And like, I don't know why it took me so long to question where all those fucking thoughts came from, where all those feelings came from, because like, it's actually an extremely beautiful place and I'm very blessed to have grown up here and, um, and to currently live here, even though my living situation is, is very far from ideal currently. And I just like had this, this like blast of like energy come in, like this information come in and I'm like, oh my gosh, like that shit is not mine. And I know who it is. I'm not gonna, (laughs) it's one of my parents. And that like just fed this to me my entire upbringing and and then and then I once I realized I felt this such immense freedom like this relief like it just started to unravel within me and I was like oh my gosh I feel free I can feel love for this area for this land and like aside from being like oh this like fancy fancy zip codes whatever because I really don't care about that bullshit like yet like status and stuff like that that's not what I'm getting at it's like it's very sacred and beautiful land it's it's a very very powerful place that I live in and and I'm not talking about like powerful from like stocks, like energetic, like stocks or like bullshit like that. I mean, energetically powerful place, uh, location on, on Gaia. And I just felt this immense freedom and relief. It's like my shoulders, like relaxed and mind you this is in the middle of my my three-year-old having a temper tantrum in the back it was wild wild to experience and and then I you know I just was like thought like the whole drive home it's just unraveling and unraveling and unraveling and finding more ease and like you know, having these realizations that like for so long, I felt like really, um, like I didn't belong in like all these other like shitty stories I told myself. And I'm like, motherfucker, like this, that is also all like inherited, like passed down to me. So I've been living this life feeling like this for 40 years and what? Like, what? What? So, like, I felt this, like, oh, like, I I don't know, I keep saying it over and over, but it was, like, it's super, super powerful. And now, of course, I'm also a star seed, right? So, there is this level of, of feeling like, I don't necessarily belong in like my frequency is 
is different and people can maybe kind of notice that on a subconscious level. And yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about, the inherited stuff. So then, but if you have them both together, it's like compounded and it's like, then it's just like, just really uncomfortable going through life feeling you know being fed these stories of not belonging and living in such a shitty place and it was kind of confusing like where is this coming from but I don't like I maybe questioned it but like I don't know for some reason I didn't question it to the depths that I did that I got to that day which was like a week or or maybe a little longer than a week ago. But the thing is, so I, you know, had all these beliefs and was in this energy of like not feeling like worthy of living where I did. And I I finally was like it hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. Like, no, you are absolutely worthy. Like I, of, of this energy, cause I was born in it. So obviously, and I'm surrounded by it. It's something that is just a, if you think about it, like from a reality transfer thing or, or quantum physics, it's just like a lifeline away, you know, the lifelines are not far away from each other. So it's like, it really was an awakening, a deeper awakening to my self-worth. So I went from feeling like I didn't belong and fuck this place and being super, um, I'm forgetting the word, I guess it's just not, um, shit, what is the word? Like almost like a chip on my shoulder, but what I wasn't understanding was because I had that and I was residing in that energy or I had this like loop going on in my subconscious that like that was what was holding me back the entire time rather than being like, okay, I was born in this area, therefore it's very easy for me to tap into this, this energy that resides here, this beautiful energy. So it's like once there's just this freedom that comes once we tap into, uh, do this kind of work, this mindset work. And it's amazing. Like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't like looking for that, you know, sometimes it just, it happens. Like once you're in that, um, in that zone, it's just like, I I don't know. I wasn't expecting it. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. So that I'm like, well, maybe, you know, let's see where this takes me. Let me become curious and and see where this takes me once I am free from this. And like, so I've been like going and like doing some social stuff and I'm realizing like I was the one really, truly holding me back. I'm like, damn, (laughs) this too, this too, holy gosh, it's like, sometimes it's like fucking never ending, and I'm like, oh gosh, another one, another situation where I've been holding myself back, and like, 
from like this like unconscious level or you know and subconscious like oh my gosh being led by like these these stories and then you have like the poor like my poor inner child is just like confused and fucking super angry (laughs) but we're working on that I have much love for her so inner teen you know what really sparked this was one of my good friends mentioned something about doing inner teen work because a lot of times we we tend to focus on doing inner child work and not so much inner teen which is also super important and you know I remember when I was a teenager I could not wait to get the fuck out of here and like out of my my parents home and out of the town that I lived in, which is so fucking beautiful. <laughs> I'm cursing a lot, whatever. Um, so right as soon as I graduated, I moved. I even like moved out and spent like spent a summer in the city when I was like 15 years old. <laughs> but um, at Parsons, hey, Parsons School of Art and Design. But anyways, um. What was I going to say? I just went on this tangent. This is a whole, whole podcast is going to be a tangent. But, okay, so we're talking about the inner team. So I also, this other revelation I had was that I was able to separate the, from like an inner team perspective, the desire and requirement to not be in my childhood home like the difference between that and the actual land and area that I grew up in right because there are two very different things so that was a big thing for me so anyways so that was really awesome to decipher and I think you know like going forward with this, it's like whether I choose to to stay here in this location or not, I'm like I have freed up that energy that was being literally like siphoned by these stories that were like all tangled up within me. Like they were literally siphoning my life force energy and holding me back in ways that I really had no idea because I was like, why am I so stuck? I'm just stuck here. I'm stuck, stuck, stuck. I kept telling myself that over and over and over, you know, and like, yeah, it's exhausting, right? So can anyone relate to this listening? I don't know. I know it's kind of like a unique, maybe unique in location, specifically but it could happen you know anywhere you know you think like I have spoken to people that like grew up on these like beautiful tropical islands and they're just like I could not wait to get off of it (laughs) right and I like from my perspective I'm like why would you ever feel that way this is paradise you know everyone's perspective is of course so unique and Yeah, unique. So, 
Anyways, that was that. I freed myself. So no more energy siphoning from that, which is excellent. But then, you know, I got snared in a fucking pendulum. And I allowed myself to do it. Very soon after that happened, it was almost like, I know the pen, pendulums, you know, if you you follow reality or are into reality transurfing, <clears throat> you'll know that like a pendulum isn't, doesn't have its own consciousness, but I almost feel like it was like, oh, I'm, but it does in the sense that like pendulums, if they sense you like pulling away, will try to get you back in. And that's exactly what happened to me. And if you don't know really what what I'm talking about when I say pendulums, um, I um, I discussed them in an episode back. Uh, check it out. Pendulums in the title. I don't know what number it is. It's uh, Watiko Pendulums and Bears Oh My. I believe that's the title of it. But essentially, a pendulum is a um, a social energy cluster, if you will. So you could have pendulums or um, you could also think of it as an egregore where it's um, basically groups. It could be like groups, like groups of people or corporations, stuff that bring in other energy to get more powerful. It's super very simple how I'm saying it right now. But like, so there's all types of pendulums. There's, um, there's good pendulums and then there's quote unquote bad pendulums. Like, um, religion, all religions are pendulums. The governments are pendulums. Um, like, Gangs are pendulums, the medical industry is pendulums, but then also like gyms are pendulums and yoga is a pendulum and then there's pendulums within the pendulums, right? So they're always wanting to get new adherents, new people to join into the group to get more energy and, you know, the negative ones and pendulums, they, they feed off energy. It doesn't matter if it's positive energy or negative energy, right? So let's just say the government. You could have somebody that really loves the current government and talks about it and is, you know, all about it. But then you could also have somebody that absolutely despises it but also talks about it and, and just is is consumed by fear and hatred and the pendulum doesn't give a shit it's gonna absorb both energy so it really pays to be mindful of where we are bringing our attention on a conscious level and subconscious through these all these stories that we've got going on But reality transurfing is the shit. So I recommend you read it. It's a super long book, but definitely worth worth the read. 
Um, it has changed my life for the better. That being said, I got fucking snared in one and it like, it's been, it's been kind of weird getting my energy back from where it was, but I am. So it's fine. That was like a big lesson though. I'm like, oof. And I'm, I've been like very good at, at steering clear of this one particular pendulum, but it's like, I'm not going to say anymore. What I am going to do is read a little bit from the other, from another book called Letting Go by David R. Hawkins. Um, you know, I have heard this book has come into my um field of awareness in the past like six months I keep seeing people mention it and I've never read it I've never read anything by him but in this one particular group I'm in a particular pendulum I'm in of um female business owners I keep seeing people mention it and all these women are super successful and they're like, this this book, this is the book that like changed everything for me, which had a huge influence on me and shifting shit. So I'm like, okay, this is the book for me. Um, but anyways, so I haven't finished the book. I'm I'm uh, at the beginning, but I wanted to to read something. Um from the chapter on apathy and depression, which is supposedly the lowest, according to him, the lowest vibration that we can be in. And this is a place that I am very familiar with. <laughs> very, very, very familiar with. Um, at, very, at, at a variety of places in my life. <clears throat> How about you? Oy, oy, oy. But anyway, so he talks about um, the progression of going from like scaling the 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 ladder of emotions and. So, actually, shame is the lowest one. It goes shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear, desire, anger, pride, courage, neutrality, willingness, acceptance, reason, love, joy, and peace is the top. So I'm sure my hope for you is that you've experienced, yeah, like I'm sure that we've all experienced the low ones, but my hope is that you have also experienced the top ones, you know, at least a little bit. And, you know, I assure you that you 
wherever you are on this scale, you are definitely not alone. As I said, I've been like on the low ones quite often. But I will say, and what he talks about, I'm not going to read that part of this book, but you know, he really talks about our environments and how it is so important who we are spending our time with. And yeah, but as you know, we're not always in these like ideal situations, you know, like so often we see, especially on social media, all these people or accounts, whatever, just traveling and they're talking about their journeys and their spiritual journeys. And, and like for somebody that's like in a really like low situation and they feel super powerful powerless or you know stuck and like you're like okay great yeah you're doing the work but like in this like amazing beautiful place and it's like but you know what if you are in a situation that is not ideal you know what you are a fucking warrior right you are the the true mvp right because it's not necessarily easy to be doing this work in real life, like, this is the mystery school. Not, like, in some school where you're removed from, from like, all the, the things of life, all the daily shit that sometimes occurs. <laughs> it's not all bad, of course. I'm not saying it because life is absolutely beautiful. But it's, like, this is the modern mystery school. Life. Living it and embodying our spirits literally in our physical vessel, not sitting in some hut by ourselves and thinking, oh yeah, I've done all my work, and then you get back into real life and you're pissed and angry and triggered as fuck, right? <sighs> so you are the MVP. You, it is not easy. I don't want to say that because then it's like oh, words are spells and it can, it gets easier. Because in the sense of like maybe the the challenges or the lessons we learn don't, don't become easier, but we become more adept at like as students of life on how we handle them, how we perceive them, and how we can alchemize them and turn something from shit into gold. Got it? <laughs> so, I'm going to read from Letting Go. Once we have experienced this progression up the scales of emotions in any one particular area... We now begin to realize that it can be done in other areas of limitation in our lives. Behind all of the I can'ts are merely I won'ts. The I won'ts mean I'm afraid to, or I'm ashamed to, or I have too much pride to try for fear I might fail. 
Behind that is anger at ourselves and circumstances engendered by pride. Acknowledging and letting go of these feelings brings us up to courage, and with that, finally acceptance and an inner peacefulness, at least as it regards the area which has been surmounted. Apathy and depression are prices we pay for having settled for and bought into our smallness. It's what we get for having played the victim and allowed ourselves to be programmed. It's the price we pay for having bought into negativity. It's what results from resisting the part of ourselves that is loving, courageous, and great. It results from allowing ourselves to be invalidated by ourselves or others. It is the consequence of holding ourselves in a negative context. In reality, it is only a definition of ourselves that we have unwittingly allowed to happen. The way out is to become more conscious. What does it mean to become more conscious? To begin with, becoming more conscious means to start looking for the truth for ourselves instead of blindly allowing ourselves to be programmed whether from without or by an inner voice within the mind, which seeks to diminish and invalidate, focusing on all that is weak and helpless. To get out of it, we have to accept the responsibility that we have been bought into the negativity and have been willing to believe it. The way out of this, then, is to start questioning everything. There are many models of the mind. One of the most recent has been that of the computer. We can look at the mind's concepts, thoughts, and belief systems as programs. Because they are programs, they can be questioned, canceled, and reversed. Positive programs can replace negative ones if we so choose. The smaller aspect of ourselves is very willing to accept negative programming. If we look at the source of our thoughts, begin to identify their origins, and stop the vanity of labeling them as mine, and therefore sacrosanct, we notice that thoughts can be looked at objectively. Their origins were often the early childhood training from parents, family, and teachers, as well as dribbles and drabbles of information we picked up from playmates, newspapers, movies, television, radio, church, novels, and the automatic input from our senses. All of this went on unwittingly without our having exercised any conscious choice. Not only that, but out of our unconsciousness, ignorance, innocence, and naivete. Plus, the nature of the mind itself, we ended up as the composite of all the negative garbage prevalent in the world. Furthermore, we concluded that it applied to us personally. As we become more aware, we begin to realize that we have a choice. 
we can stop giving authority to all the mind's thoughts, begin to question them, and find out if there really is any truth in them for ourselves. Boom, shakalaka. (laughs) So we have a choice. We have a choice to begin to question and continually question whether or not our thoughts, beliefs are ours. It's just an act of letting go and surrendering. And, you know, there's going to be anger sometimes. Like, what the fuck? Like, I was holding on to that and that's not really my truth. But, you know, it's that's, you know, part of the the lifelong process learning and unraveling and then you know as we continue to unravel we reveal our own true essence on a soul level like who we are what we believe and what are our own truths and what we're here to do And I think it's very, very, very important, you know, to be grounded. If we can ground into, like, of course, it's important to be grounded. (laughs) Of course it is. But if we can't. At the very least, do that on a daily basis. Take time every day, no matter our location, if we're at a ritzy place or we are in some place that feels awful, or maybe we're in a ritzy place and it feels awful, or wherever the fuck we are, you know, at the end of the day, our bodies, our, you know, our bodies are our home for, for this current life, right? So that's our home. That's where we're at. So super important that we take care of that, take care of that. (laughs) take care of that but you know like treat ourselves with with self-care and love like our bodies you know and our minds and what we we tell ourselves but what I'm trying to get at and I'm getting all little what I'm trying to get at is to to do a practice every day right it to to ground and to center and to to release you know there's like a bunch of things I would suggest it's like to to take time in the morning to to still the mind and to 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 just ground right but also to I practice I do a daily um a daily gratitude practice but also imperative to 
clear the energy that is not ours and to call back our energy. I do this at least twice a day. I do it for myself and I do it for my daughter as well. And I will teach her to do it when she gets a little older, but you know, she's pretty young, so I do it for her. But, you know, because it's not just the stuff that we are taught, you know, as a child and as a teen and stuff, or as a older child, because teens are still kids in my eyes. So it's like what we're absorbing energetically, right? And that goes back to being, you know, aware of who we are surrounding ourselves with, Sometimes we can't help it and we're in, it's either like a work situation or a living situation where it may be more challenging. And if you're in that kind of situation right now, I'm sending you a lot, a lot, a lot of love because I know it can, it can feel like, um, almost relentless, like you're constantly having to protect your energy and it can be really exhausting. So this practice is for you especially. So, um, I think my voice just cracked. <laughs> I'm like getting choked up. But so let's do a little practice as we near the end of this episode Um, you can really do this anywhere, standing, seated. Once you get more comfortable with it, you can do it like, like seriously like that. Um, but if you're new and you're driving or doing something, I would just wait to do it at another time. Anyways, so when you are ready, my love. I'm going to start this practice to reclaim your sovereignty, reclaim your energy that is yours, your energetic body. Let's do it. So start by taking three deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Good. Relaxing your shoulders, jaw, the muscles around your eyes, or really anywhere that you're holding, holding tension. Good, and then just begin to breathe just through your nose. Nice, steady breaths. Getting into a nice rhythm.
And you're breathing in, bringing in pranic life force energy. And as you exhale, just beginning to release anything that feels heavy. Just to start. Not so much something you need to, to think about. It's more of a knowing. Good. And, and as you're breathing in this way, if you'd like to set an intention, which I suggest... I'm going to intend to release any energy within your field that is not serving your highest good. Releasing any energy from the day, no matter what time it is, allowing it to Release and exit your energetic field and go into the earth to be immediately transmuted, to be alchemized by Gaia. Keep breathing nice and deeply. Know that your throat acts as a conduit, a conduit for energy entering and also releasing. Perhaps you'd like to visualize this energy leaving your body, your field. Noticing how it looks, how it may feel, and saying goodbye. You are no longer welcome. This energy does not belong in your field. Good, and then begin to notice any clarity and clearness you may feel now as that which may have been piggybacking on your your aura leaves. Ah, it's like a sigh of relief to let that shit go. And as you continue breathing deeply, 
now, I invite you to call back your energy, your energy that may have been taken from you, absorbed by somebody else, maybe through a conversation or worry, any way that you feel that your energy, that your power may be residing outside of you, I invite you to now call it back to you, to assimilate it back into your field. Whatever may have happened throughout the day, you're calling it back to you with each and every breath you take. Good. Beautiful. Good. Now you are back to your complete self, your sovereign self. Bring your awareness down to your root chakra at the base of your spine and take a deep breath and visualize yourself bringing energy up your central channel along your spine to the crown of your head and then with your full, fully charged, fully powered up energy Bring it up and out of your crown and then cascade it down your body, creating a sacred, safe, protected space for your energetic body to reside in. Good. And take one more deep breath here in through your nose and out through your mouth. I invite you to do this whenever you feel called. And thank you for being here. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you next time. Bye. This wraps up our episode. Thank you so much for joining me on the This Is Really Happening podcast. 
be sure to like subscribe and comment below also check out the attached links to learn more about myself my business clear channel activation as well as to see what i'm currently offering and other projects i've got going on thanks again you beautiful souls i'll see you next time Thank you.